Ladies and gentlemen, hey, it's Jesse from the original Fast and the Furious, and you're listening to Granny Shifton, the Fast and Furious podcast. Welcome to Granny Shifton. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jason. And this is minute 40. <laughs> wow. 40. Oh, and um, we're going to do something a little different this minute. Yeah, we're still sorting through some technical difficulties. Not really. Not Subtitle really. issues. Yeah, um, I pretty much resolved it. But. but it's kind of, we're mixing things up a little, just for fun. Yeah, Jason had this idea that we should watch the whole minute. And not go back and rewatch it as we're talking about it. Yeah. Just see just, what we can remember because your memory talk is through the, the good parts, right? Right. <laughs> right. So how did it start? <laughs> so they they last minute they were talking about Han and DK were going back and forth about like like racing cars. And Put up the seventy two skyline car. or at least betting yeah. the seventy two skyline versus eighty six Corolla. And then no, they're gets, bench racing them. No, I think they're like I thought they were talking we, about purchasing. We're them. gonna like race Han's actual car. Against DK's 350, oh, and then whoever win. wins gets gotcha. the other person's other car, right? Oh, what a weird way to do it. Like, collateral. And when they say race, they're probably drifting. Right. This is a weird way to you race. ever seen Han drift? I don't think we ever see Han drift. Really? Oh, no, we do in this movie. Oh, he does drift? Okay. That'd, like, be, not, that'd be weird. Not if competitively, didn't. just for fun. They're just cruising out on the back mountain roads. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So, um... But DK kicks... Uh, Sean out and says we have business to discuss yeah I thought that was kind of weird that they were just like oh you can just go like you just saw our secret spot right with all our people and everybody left and now you can leave oh I guess that kind of makes sense maybe they everybody left because they knew Han wanted to talk about something with DK right now he's like Sean get out of here yeah, you're Han turn- shouldn't have brought him in then uh, what I was think the benefit Han of that? brought him in to show DK that he was putting Sean to work okay Makes sense. Rather than just say, "Hey, that you know that guy, he's working for us now." Yeah. Okay. So I want to something I did notice. Uh, DK's, or, sorry, Han's been eating a lot of chips. Right. He's also been chewing gum. Have you ever tried eating chips while you're chewing gum? What were those sticks he was eating too? Okay. So this minute and last minute, he's been. I thought it was a toothpick type of deal, but it's it's a stick looking thing, and I think I know what this is. Because David Hauk used to buy them and give them to us. Oh, really? When, when his family would go over to Japan. For some reason, when I see them, I think of like chocolate-covered like breadstick cracker type things. Almost, but they're chocolate-filled. Oh, it's chocolate. Like a, okay. It's like a straw that's right. made out of like a cr- crispy cracker type of deal. Okay. And then the inside is filled with chocolate. The inside. David Hauk. So David Hauk like, would be our drummer not, from uh, our band back in right. the day. But he was Japanese. Right. Half Japanese, and his right. family would go to Japan, and he'd bring those back. So that would make sense. It's different than what you're describing. Sounds like um, I'm looking at those up. Pepperidge Farm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about those um, straws. People call them like chocolate straws. Um, shoot, what are those things called? Per some of the P. Maybe I am mixing up the thought. Like what I'm pirouettes. Nope, that's a bit milk. That's a magic. dancing thing. Latte Tapo chocolate pretzels? No. Um, Japanese snack straws. Let's try that. Japanese yeah, that sounds like it'd be a thing. Snack straws. No, I'm making that up. Jelly straws? Gingin. No. I don't know. If anybody knows what those are, comment or text us. Oh, yeah. The Pepperidge Farm pirouettes is what, based on what Let you were it. saying, is what yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is this what you were thinking I of? I think that's what they are, kind of. Okay. But his were like a lot thinner than that. Well, they're probably the real ones. <laughs> Only the Japanese know how to get the chocolate in them when they're that thin. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Um, mm. So so they kick Sean out. Sean walks out onto the street, picks up a payphone. I think also, going into the Ameri- the Ameri- the human psyche a little bit, Okay. Han bringing Sean in is telling DK that Han trusts Sean. Okay. At least enough to bring him in here. Because he did go on one run with him, and he saw that Sean attempted to repay his debt with the Japanese guy three times his size. Yeah, and he showed he had the money. So he was like, look, Sean already did the work. Right. He's telling DK, like, DK's like, no, you can't trust that guy. And he's like, hey, look, I already got a roll of cash from Bear Paul. And listening back to that minute, we said that he threw Sean the cash... I rewatched it, and he threw Sean the keys to the car. Wait a minute. You watched this without me. I rewatched a minute we already watched together. <sighs> All right. We'll work through it in therapy. <laughs> I can't afford that. Need more Patreons. Okay. <laughs> well, um, and then, okay, so Sean picks up the payphone. It's a weird green-colored, plasticky-looking phone. All right. And it's like nighttime. It's dark out, but it's like a bright-lit bustling little right. street stores and stuff right and we just get the very end like he he we don't just starts calling. to talk and we hear hey dad that's all we get oh okay so okay. he's probably because he's out late it's nighttime he's supposed to be home straight after school oh he's calling him to let him know but he got picked up after school <laughs> he was home late yesterday <laughs> right and he's like dad i'm working for the mob now <laughs> right so, so we gotta I'm sure next minute we'll find out what kind of lies he's spinning for his father. Can you imagine your son coming to see you in a country you lived in, and you're not really excited about this because you know he's a troublemaker, and within two days he's working for the Mafia of Japan? <laughs> what is the That's name impressive. for the Mafia of Japan? They said it earlier. Oh, the Why can't I remember? Don't you know who, what something means? How can I, I can remember the rest of that line, but not that line? Because <laughs> it's a word we don't use very often. <laughs> um, but they do have a bit of a conversation, Han and DK, after Sean leaves. Yeah. DK says, your shipment's late again. Oh, right, right, right. And when they're like, in the room. Han doesn't seem worried. He's crunching on a something. The some stick, sort of snack. Chocolate stick. Yeah, and, so that was what the private conversation was right, about. Right, right. What do you think he could be shipping in? Yeah, like, what are they collecting money on? Is Drugs. it just like... Is it like... Car parts. Right. Is it... What do they... VCRs. Have all kinds of things that they sell? Are they like... Uh, Handy cams. All kinds of trade or uh, goods? Or is it just like, you need drugs, you go to this guy? Right. They don't seem like drug dealers. Yakuza. The Yakuza. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so... Wow, it just came to you. Right yeah. Right there. <laughs> nice. And so that Han has a shipment coming in of something. It's late... DK's worried about it. When's it going to come in? Han says, "Chill as ever. I'm, I'm handling it." Just would you back. feel comfortable with Han just being like, "He's so cool." You're like, "All right, if he's not worried about it, I'm not worried about it." But he was also not worried about his forty thousand dollar car getting absolutely destroyed. And even after it was destroyed, he's like, "Ah, right." <laughs> so, but yeah, it doesn't instill much confidence in me. Also, you got to wonder. How much money does Han have? And how much money does he let DK know that he already has? Because DK's got to be like, okay, if you've got 
a 72 skyline and you've got the mona lisa and you've got i'm sure you've seen he's seen his garage right. so he's like you have all this stuff why are you picking up well money for me dk is not gonna let anybody just become a top dog in his mafia. Right. you know yeah. he's done some background on him right so you would think he'd be a little skeptical of han be like why is he doing this little like Pick right. up and drop off stuff for me when he's already got tons of money. Unless Han isn't actually like one of his guys, Han's more of a connection to the things that DK wants. So like Han has a connection to South American fuel mm. and DK wants to import it, so he Han's with him and he's, you know, getting them the hookup on that. Maybe. So then it doesn't matter because yeah. he's sort of invincible. That makes sense because then he's kind of invincible from Han. Right. Or from DK because he's like, I don't work for you. We have a partner. Like, you need right. me. Yeah. So I can bring Sean in here if I want to. Hmm. Interesting. But what would They're Bear Paul be buying from them? Crude oil. Could be crude oil. <laughs> yeah. Could be handicams. <laughs> Palm quarters? Palm quarters. All right. Well, uh, pretty so, good. yeah, the very end of the minute, Sean's on the phone calling his dad, coming up with some excuse, I'm sure, and we'll find out what it is next minute. So, oh, he's leaving a message, by the way. We do see, oh, on the we machine. do hear the answering machine beep, and he's about to leave a message. Okay. So, that was our abbreviated minute from memory. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. We didn't even get off track at all. No. We didn't talk about anthropology or <laughs> anything like that. Or Fabian. Yeah. We should talk about Fabian for a while. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan. I'm Jason. And always remember, winning's winning.